I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right, guys, welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is don't save him. I love this. I'm pumped up. I can't wait to give this to you. This message right here is one of the most powerful, powerful messages of my life. One of the biggest things I've learned and is one of the the most important foundations inside of my relationships, my marriage, with my kids, with myself, with my relationship with God, like all over, this is so powerful. Don't save him. So surfing, was it a couple days ago now? I was out and I was walking down the cliffs, getting in the water. There was one guy in the water already and there was an old man that I was walking to the water with. The waves were phenomenal. Everything was amazing. This guy is 72 years old. 72 years old. Actually, I should say 72 years young. And we're having a conversation as we're walking to the water. He has this badass longboard from Donald Takayama in Hawaii. And we're just talking, chatting it up. And we get down, and he's a little hesitant to get into the water from, from where we are. And he's been he's been doing this his whole life, or at least since he's been in San Diego. So for years, years, I'm probably longer than I've been alive. Seriously. And, you know, the waves are decent size. And I jump in where I normally jump in at. It's like a 20-foot jump into the water. I throw my longboard off. I jump in the water, do my little backflip, have a great entrance, have fun jumping in, and then I watch him go down, like climb down and get to the water where it's a jump also, but it's like a, with a high tide kind of pushing, um, it's kind of like a two foot jump, but the wa- the waves will wash up on it, so it's, it can get a little sketchy, but the jump is still a jump, even if it's not a 20 foot jump, it's still like a two foot, three foot jump or something like that, and he has a longboard, anyways, so I paddle around as I'm in the water paddling to my break. I watch him. He's down there. He's kind of hesitant. I was going to wait for him a little bit. I waited for like 30 seconds. And then I was like, I'm going to paddle out and go surf. These waves are amazing. I'm not going to wait here. And anyways, I'm watching him as I paddle, looking back. And I'm looking at him. And he's still standing there. Still standing there. He looks hesitant. He walks back and forth to different parts of the cliff. Doesn't know how to jump in. Doesn't know where to get in. And he knows where. Like I said, he's done this many times. But it's a little sketchy. And while I'm paddling out, there's this big tug at my heart. This has been the same fucking tug at my heart that's been there my whole life. I want to help people. It's probably you. It's all of us. It's inside of all of us. We want to help people. And I'm not saying don't ever help anyone. But this is part of me that wants to rescue people, save people, be their hero. Help them because here's, the, here's what's going on. I see them as helpless. I see that they need my help. And I want to go back and I want to just, hey, throw your board in at me and jump in the water. And I want to help him get in the water. 
but I don't. I learned my lesson way too many times. Here's what's going on. Like, if I did, let's say if I did, if he can't get in the water, getting in the water is the easy part, actually. It's getting out of the water in a high tide when the waves are smashing up against the cliffs and the rocks. That's the hard part. If he can't get in by himself, which I know he can, but if he couldn't, he definitely can't get out. And if I left early, I mean, that that could, there could so many possibilities that he could die. The worst comes the worst, that he could die. And it would be on me. And inside of that, or even like smaller than that, would be, even if he didn't die, like me treating him, here's the principle behind this. If I need to, if I feel like I need to rescue him or save him, if I treat him like he is, like I see him as he is, okay, I think he's stuck. I think he can't do something. I think he's helpless. If I treat him like that, that is where he will stay. That's where he will be. But if I treat him like the person that I know he can be to his potential, that is the person he will become. And it's not just him. It's my wife. It's my kids. It's myself. It's everything all around me. And inside of that, when I do rescue people, the person who rescues, the person who saves, the savior, well, the savior always gets crucified. Where in your life are you trying to rescue someone? You feel that they can't do it themselves, that they need your help. Where is that for you? I'm going to share with you one of my millions of stories of trying to rescue someone, trying to be their hero. And this is probably the, one of the biggest ones of all. I've probably shared this before. But this, I hope to give you some insight to unlock a freedom inside of you to not rescue people, but to treat them like they can be and lift them up, support them, rather than rescuing them. No one needs a hero. So Lucy, prime example, you know, I mean, we taught from when we were kids, always want to be a hero. I want to be her hero. I want to be her Prince Charming. I want to rescue her. I want to lift her off her feet, sweep her off her feet. And there's a part, you know, there's a certain tension to that. Like she likes that, especially dating and stuff. Like there's a part of that. Yeah. She wants me to be that man for her. But overall, definitely not. Because every time I do that, she doesn't get to be herself. She needs to use, use her power. And so inside our marriage, from the very, before, I say from the very beginning, before we ever got married, I wanted to support Lucy so badly in her music career endeavors. And the way I saw her was that she needed help. I needed support. I needed to save her from her own undoing of that. She didn't have any fucking work ethic back then. And so I would do whatever I could and sacrifice myself so that she could get her music career. And so there was lots of sacrifices involved. Everything from the very beginning, I learned how to play the guitar. And we went and we played together. And we moved and we moved. Invested lots of time. She invested lots of time. I supported her in everything she wanted to do. And I gave up whatever we had currently going on in life to pursue her career. One of the biggest sacrifices for me personally was moving from Tennessee to Los Angeles. That was a big deal for me. I'm a country boy. I had everything going on back then as far as what I wanted back then. 
fishing, fishing, fishing. That was my life. Had a bunch of kayaks, fishing every day. Just, I was surrounded by water. I was living the dream. Had a little tackle company. Man, I was the best freshwater fishing in North America. Some of the best in North America. And we moved to Los Angeles. And what's crazy is I thought I was doing this for her. I wanted to save her, rescue her, help her. And what eventually happened was because of this, so many things happened. Like I put pressure on her when she didn't get the results that she wanted, that I wanted. I held it over her head. There was so much resentful, so much resent. There was so much blame underneath the surface. I didn't even know this was going on. And on top of that, what really pissed me off because I felt like she was so unappreciative of me. It's like me paddling over to this guy, helping him get in the water, and he doesn't appreciate me. And I'm sacrificing myself. I'm getting beat up by the waves trying to help this old man get in the water. This is a hypothetical situation. I didn't actually do this. But I'm getting beat up, sacrificing myself, and then he would be unappreciative of me. Because he's thinking, like, I don't fucking need you. And I want him to do things my way. I'm looking at him as a little kid needs my help, or, or maybe an old man needs my help. And his ego takes a hit. His pride takes a hit. Who he is, who he wants to be, his capacity, his potential, who he knows he can be, takes a hit in his heart. And then guess who he's resentful towards? Like Lucy. I resented her for not getting the results, and she resented me for giving so much and then holding that resentment over her and wanting her to do certain things my way. And this goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. In the end, this is what happened. I felt like I sacrificed myself. I felt like I gave her everything. I was being the greatest husband in the world. Give up everything for her. And yet I felt disrespected, unappreciated, unloved, often undesired because she felt guilty, ashamed, that she didn't get the results that she wanted, that she didn't become the person that she wanted to be in her music career at the time. So there's this huge disconnect. And she blamed me. I blame her. And here I think I'm sacrificing everything. And ultimately what happened was I sacrificed myself. I crucified myself. I got crucified. I built up this big pile of shit of resentment, guilt, shame, blame, anger, frustration, disappointment. Projected it all over her and vice versa. Same thing. All because I couldn't hold her to the person that I knew she could be. I tried to step in and rescue her, step in and give her of myself, save her, when the reality is, the truth is, that when she wants something bad enough, she's proved this time again. When she wants something bad enough, she will move heaven and earth to make it fucking happen. She has the power, Lucy has the power inside of her to make it happen. She's recorded full fucking albums with toddlers while I was deployed by herself with two babies on her side recording music doing like full blown out EPs like everything she's taking care of me and the family when I'm just completely couch ridden disabled dragging the whole family down here she does built a whole business by herself while taking care of four kids dealing with her shit like the reality is she's way bigger than I ever treated her back then. I was limiting her. I was putting a fucking 
glass ceiling on her, a cap on her, by trying to save her, trying to rescue her. I tell you what, let's go back to the story. This guy, this old man, young old man, he's like, age is not even a thing to me. I don't even think about it. It's, it's crazy. He's been alive like over twice as long as I'm alive. Nuts. Not only did he jump in the water, it was awesome. He got in the water, he paddled out. I saw him get smashed by waves. He got caught on the inside, went up against the rocks and stuff. This dude was a total badass. Total badass. And here I was thinking like, oh man, let me help this guy get in the water. This dude, even if he didn't catch like the best waves of the day, the most amazing rides, the experience that he had with the ocean that day, he'll remember it for, he'll probably forever remember, forever remember it. It was powerful. And they got to show, like, that's what we want, as, especially as men, but really men, women, everybody in my experience, we want to be tested. We want to be put to the test. We want to fulfill our potential. We want to become all that we can be and live up to this person that we were created to be. And it's not possible when we have to rely on other people. And that's ultimately what happens. When I try to rescue someone, and it's not just Lucy, it's not just this guy, but even my kids. I treat my kids like they can be, that is who they will become. I treat them like where they're at right now, 10 years old, 11 years old, they can't handle the problems and I treat them like that, they will never be able to handle the problems. And now you can see what the fuck is going on with our parenting fiasco in America. Kids are 30, 35 years old, entitled, don't know how to handle their shit, don't know how to handle their problems. I get it. That was me, 30 years old, entitled, and had a hard time solving problems, hard time leading myself. I was always relying because all my life I relied on my mom, relied on my dad, relied on my teachers, relied on my mentors, relied on my coaches, relied on my leaders in the military to guide me, relied on someone else to guide me. But I never needed that. What ultimately set me free was when I finally discovered that I have everything inside myself to be the person I want to be. And that goes true with Lucy, and it's true with my kids. And once I can discover that and create that space for everyone around me, everyone can blossom, starting with myself. So where in your life are you trying to rescue one? So rescue someone, trying to step out, save them, help them. And what you're doing is you're limiting them and you're limiting your own leadership. Here's the principle. Garrett J. White talks about this. Lead yourself. Be a leader. Lead yourself. Don't rescue. You're a leader, not a savior. When you lead yourself, you inspire others. You move others. When I show Lucy and I show my kids and I show my friends what's possible because I do it myself, and I hold them to that standard, they live up to that. And they inspire themselves and are inspired by me and reach huge potential possibilities, make great things happen. It's fucking glorious. For me, it was, it was what was missing in the church my whole life. 
because we're always sitting back, relying on someone to help us, save us. When, when Jesus already saved us, God already saved us. We don't need someone else to save us. We don't need God to save us again. He won't. He's already given us the power. I'm not trying to preach here. This is just my paradigm, what I believe. He's already given us the power. We, we have, whether you believe God or not, I want to let you know that you have the power inside of you and everyone around you has the power inside of them to become who they want to be, who they need to be, to make great shit happen. And this guy, tell you what, he jumped off, had an incredible day, got smashed by the waves, caught on the inside, pushed up against the rocks. It was incredible. It was an incredible sight to behold, just to think that, hey, I'm only 32 right now. He is 40 years ahead of me. 40 years. And it's amazing to know that I can live my whole lifetime again, another 32 years, even more. And I can be just like that old man. The potential of a human being is amazing. All right, guys. That's all I have for you today. I know I jumped all over the place. Something I'm super passionate about. Something that's a, a major principle inside of the leadership principles I, I teach, I coach, I train. It is something that has changed so many lives. It has drastically changed my life, my family, all my relationships. Be a leader, not a savior. If you enjoyed this message, make sure to share this with a friend. And with that, thank you for tuning in. I love you all and have a powerful day. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy.